just like that, I hit the uh, play button and go. Hi, friends. Uh, welcome to the Scottcast. My name is Scott James. This is something that has not appeared on uh, on this blog. In fact, nothing has appeared on my blog since October 27th. And that's that's not wholly unusual for the Scottcast or the, the blog to fall silent because the blog is, is largely a, a hobby, and quite frankly, so is, is, is this podcast, although it's always been a tool that I wanted to expand and, and to use uh, to to help communicate messages, but uh, life gets busy and and uh, and time goes by and uh, and I don't record things. And since my my blog and since my podcast have fallen silent, in fact, my last post was October twenty seventh, and it was an interesting post and an interesting recording. As at that, it was talking about how you filled the room. I might have even made reference in in that podcast. Uh, to my friend Hugh McKean. On October 30th, rather suddenly at age 55, my uh, friend Hugh, uh, the uh, House Minority Leader and really one of the largest political figures, in my opinion, in the Western United States, uh, passed away suddenly, uh, died of a, of a massive heart attack. And, and so I went about the things I, I helped uh, his soulmate and his partner, Amy. I helped his kids. We went through a service where Hugh laid in state at the, at the Capitol. Uh, and then we went uh, through a funeral address. I, I, I guess I don't even know where to begin, but I, I know that I must. All right, let's begin at a, at a couple of places. One, a caveat and, a, and, a, and a, an exception. I have been suffering from a cold for the last three weeks that I can't seem to get a hold of. There's no doubt that I'm going to be crying some during the production of this podcast. It's not scripted. I don't even have notes, but I just know that in order to demark and waypoint and move on in my life, I must record this. I must share feelings with you. I haven't told Julie about it, my wife. I haven't told Amy about it to be a huge, huge soulmate. I, I, I have have not told anybody about this. He he passed on October 30th, suddenly. Um, I, I, I always get up. That was a Sunday. I, I get up early. That's a habit you can't kick. And I got up about 4.30, and it's about 4.45, and quite frankly, I'm in the bathroom. And my, my phone rings, and I look at it, and it's Amy that's calling. And I thought, now, this is unusual. Amy Parks to call me at at five, at four fifty or four forty-five or whatever time it was, I, I better answer this. And I literally answered it. Hi, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> I told her that. I, I, I guess that was my way of saying our conversation is going to be very short. And if that echo that you hear, well, that's what's going on. Amy didn't. She didn't react. She almost numbly said, "Hugh's dead." And. And I, I paused, and, and I, uh, I said, what? She said, Hugh's dead. I said, where are you? We'll be right there. My uh, wife generally sleeps in on uh, Sundays. Could be 7.30, could be 8 o'clock. My son, you know, he's a typical 16-year-old boy. He'll sleep in till, till noon. I came upstairs to put on a pair of pants. I was going to wake Julie, but there she was sitting on the edge of the bed, and she looked right at me, and she said, what's wrong? I said, Hugh's dead. She stood up and started to get ready with me, throw on a pair of pants and to head out the door. Julie and I, now dressed, not showered, teeth barely brushed, 
we come out of our room and we look across kind of the, the, the loft of the way in our home. And there's Jack standing in his door. He said, what's wrong? We said, Hugh's dead. Jack got dressed and, and came with us. We drove to uh, Hugh's apartment in East Loveland and met he and his family outside, still in the dark. And on October 30th, it was reasonably chilly. Uh, they were waiting on the corner to come and, and get my friend. We made the decision to go to Amy's house, and then that's where we stayed for the day. Dealing with things as they come, talking to uh, Roger Hudson, to Hughes, communications guy, about how we let this news out, trying to figure out what happened. Within hours, my pastor, Jonathan, God bless you, my friend. <laughs> I had two best friends, and now I have one. Um, Jonathan came over and, and talked to the family and we began to make arrangements and Amy appropriately heard from nearly everybody in the state from, from the governor and from political leaders, excuse me, there's that cold or my cry. And, and we just, we went about the day doing what we had to do and we talked to all the people and we, we, we did the things I, uh, it got to be rather late in the afternoon and I wanted to go home and take a shower. So I drove from Loveland to, from Amy's house in Loveland to, to my home in Johnstown. And on the way, I yelled at God pretty good. I said, why? Why my friend? Why such a light? Why such a, an amazing individual? Why Hugh? Why not me? I even think I said, why Hugh? And I, I didn't hear a reply. And so I yelled at my buddy. I said, Hugh, why? I said, Hugh, what would you have me do? And I heard him. I don't know whether you believe in this kind of stuff, but I do. I do now. I, I, I heard him as plain as you hear my voice, as plain as we are speaking. He says, take care of my girl and finish my work. I'm not you, my friend. I'm not that good. I'm not that strong. I'm not that smart. I'm not you. So I've tried to take care of his girl and Amy. I've done a rotten job at it. I'm one of those guys that I'm, I'm really not an overly good friend. I, I, I get caught up in my day. And I'll shoot a text and I'll ask people how they are. But I'm not very good at small talk. I'm, I'm one of those guys that, you know, hi, how are you? How was your day? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good at that. I just go right into the deep end of the pool. Oh, you want to talk about policy? You want to talk about legislation? I'm there with you. You want to talk about, in my opinion, the, the world and its decline? Let's talk about that. But what happened to you at work? I'm, I'm not very good at. Amy, know that I am always there for you and that I love you dearly. Like my little sister. And I got to take care of my best friend's girl. But to finish Hugh's work is, is an interesting notion because Hugh was a man. The reason that so scares me and the reason that here I am, what is it, nine, ten weeks later, nine, ten weeks after his passing, I, I, I am still having trouble moving on. I'm having trouble. 
and I haven't truly mourned, and maybe that's what this podcast is about. I knew that I couldn't write anything else on my blog. I knew I couldn't record another podcast. I knew I couldn't have another conversation with you until this came out, and I don't know what this is. I told you, I, I, I didn't script it. I don't know what it is. I don't, excuse me, I'm going to sniff. I, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Hugh uh, was everything was right. And, and everything, a solution to everything that's wrong in politics today. Make no mistake, it cracked me up that you, you name callers, you petty small people. He's a rhino. They're a rhino. They called you a rhino. They called me a rhino. I'm a crino. I'm a Christian rhino. Go on with your names, you children. Hugh was an amazing man, a pragmatic, principled consensus builder. It was about principles. It was about policy. It was not about politic. And most specifically, it was not about the cult of personality. And my side, the conservative side, Republicans have gotten tied up in the cult of personality. We used to be about principles. We used to be about the rule of law. We used to be about policy. But no, now we're nothing but the cult of personality. It's wrong. And Hugh stood against that. He wasn't the bombast. He wasn't the bomb thrower. He didn't light the world on fire. He and I were the same. Wish I was that smart. I wish I was that skilled. I wish I was that good of a human being. But from a standpoint of, of what we believed politically, we were the same. And he and I were always going to do it together to try to, to bring common sense and sanity and pragmatism and consensus building and communication back to the political arena. But no, we called each other names and we line up and we put each other through litmus tests and purity tests. And then when we decide whether we're pure enough to be, to be conservative enough, to be Republican enough. Reagan and, and Lincoln envisioned a, a big tent party encompassing a many different views. Let me go down a rabbit trail. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Let me go down a rabbit trail. Um, uh, Julie James is, uh, Julie Wood, Julie James is, is the love of my life. I have, She has been in my life approaching 27 years. I met her for the first time and fell in, in love. Uh, she's the one that God intended me to be with. And guess how much Julie and I agree? About 65% of the time. Yet she is my life's partner. So why must we look at one another politically and say, if we don't agree 100%, you don't pass my litmus test. You're not conservative enough. You're a rhino. You and I stood against that. Maybe it would be good to uh, uh, go to where we met. I was on Johnstown Town Council and, and Hugh was on Loveland City Council and we had a joint work session because, oh, I-25 and then 402 and we share a border and we share much uh, opportunity and we still do. And so we wisely got together as councils to have a, a joint work session. And he uh, bounced in the way Hugh had a way of bouncing. And uh, I think he said, I, I don't remember whether he sat next to me or not, but we were instant friends. I think, I think God has a way of shining a light on people that are supposed to be in your life. And when you see that light on somebody, when you feel that divine flow of somebody, don't, don't shun it, lean into it. God wants you to engage and be friends with that person. And, and, and we developed the best friendship I've ever had.
what I miss so much. So we began working together as as uh, I love Linda in a, in a Johnstown City Council person, and uh, <laughs> you know we we had a couple of work sessions, and I just I truly enjoy the guy, and I, I'll never forget I ran into him at Lowe's. And it was just, I was, I think it was a springtime deal. And we were in looking at flowers, my wife and I, the Lowe's in Loveland. And here comes this guy. And I thought, God, you look familiar. I can't place you. You look familiar. Who are you? And man, he leaned in. He hugged me. He started talking. How are you? And I thought, God, I'm so embarrassed. And then it dawned on me. Oh yeah, this is Councilman Hugh McKean from Loveland. And we, sorry, I keep sniffing. I told you I had a cold. And we went on to, to, to chat and, and, and befriend one another. We had conversations, and then Hugh was elected to uh, HG51, and I, and I saw him at some event, and he was excited about going down and becoming a, a young state representative. But when our friendship truly blossomed, I had begun giving thought to, as I was mayor of the town of Johnstown, I'd become, begun giving thought of, of running for Well County Commissioner. And I knew that that was a race that was outside of, you know, Johnstown. You stick a few signs in the, in the ground and you buy an ad in the breeze and buy your covered. But I, I, I was not much of a campaigner. I didn't know about the political process. I knew that I was a leader. I, I, I understood the governmental process, but I wasn't so sure about the political process and how I got there. And I thought I needed a consultant. And God kept putting the name in front of me of Amy Parks. Suddenly, this this Amy Parks lady started popping up on social media, and she had run a couple of council races in in Loveland. And 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 God serendipitously brought me to her. Uh, Ken Buck had, had written a book, uh, the 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 swamp one of his swamp books, and there was a, a reception for that that I decided to sponsor. I think I wrote Ken a hundred dollar check or something like that, and decided I was going to going to sponsor that event. And uh, and it was at uh, Liberty Firearms Institute. I call it Johnstown. You would laughingly call it the Loveland. By the way, Hugh, my friend, it's not. It's Johnstown. And uh, so we we went in there. Or I, not we. I went in there to see Ken and then to be at this this book party. And uh, there was uh, there was this person. I kept noticing this this rather attractive lady across the room. She kept looking at me. I'm thinking to myself, I still got it. No, of course that's not it. That was uh, that was Amy Parks, and I walked up and I introduced myself, and I, I said, "Hi, I'm Scott. I'm, I'm Amy Parks." And I said, "Oh my God, you're Amy Parks. God has been putting your name in front of me forever, and we need to get together. Can we get together and have coffee?" I was going to talk to her about, "Hey, I, I have this idea. I want to run for Well County Commissioner." She said, "Absolutely." We so we set up the date and time, and so ironic that it was at the Res Coffee Shop. So much of our interactions happened at my church. And, and so we decided to get together after I got off the air one day at the rest coffee shop. And I walk in and there's Amy sitting at the table. And then with, with my back to me, there's this, this guy and he, he looked up and it was Hugh. And he says, oh no, we come as a package. From that moment, the three of us were inseparable. God put us together. And it was so much more, I was wanting to hire, excuse me, I'm so sorry. I was wanting to hire a campaign consultant, and what I got was two lifelong, I thought, I got two friends, best friends, brother and sister, and we went on to run my campaign and win, but we were, we, it was so much more. We were going to try to breathe truth and honesty and consensus building. We were going to try to, to breathe some civility, some statesmanship into the political process. 
make no mistake, all the descriptions that you've heard in the in the article that uh, I, I published with with this with this uh, podcast, I link to a ton of articles, and so many of them call Hugh a statesman. Hugh was a statesman. So we decided to go on and, and plan my campaign for, for county commissioner. We had a lot of meetings there at the Rest Coffee Shop. And one or two meetings in, uh, another fella uh, kind of walked up on us, and I had my pastor, Jonathan Wiggins. And since then, Jonathan and I have become quite good friends. But at that time, I just were, we were acquaintances. I, I knew who he was. But there was another person that God shone that light on, that, that, that divine flow kind of light of somebody that I need to be a friend with, and, and, and thankfully we are. But at that time, we were, we were simply acquaintances. And Jonathan came up in his amiable way, and he says, what are you guys doing here? And so we told him. We, we shared with him. And he patted me on the back, and he patted Hugh on the back, and he looked at us, and he says, you are peacemakers. And as much as a compliment that was from a future friend and my, and my pastor, that, that was a divine word of God. I, I believe that. Because Hugh was... And I am a peacemaker. And there is so much peace that needs to be breathed into today's political process. No wonder if people have fallen away. No wonder Congress has like a 5% approval rating because we're blithering idiots. Because no one tries to find consensus and pragmatism and, and with a genial manner go about the way of, govern, of self-governing. No, it's about raw power and beating one another over the head and being conservative enough and, and passing the purest and the, and the litmus tests. God has laid out things in, in front of me that uh, are, are going to be bigger. Uh, maybe with this pod. It, it's not what this podcast is supposed to be about. This is about me coming to closure about the loss of my best friend, Hugh. But uh, I believe that I am to lead the Weld County Republican Party over the next couple of years, and I believe that I am able to, I, I am able to, uh, I should seek offices even after that, whether it be county commissioner again, and thank you for electing me again in November, but whether it be county commissioner again or, or whether it be another office, uh, I'm going to ask to be chair of the Weld County Republican Party because I believe that we need to heal, not only as a, as a Republican Party, but we need to heal as a body politic. We need to again remember that, that, that self-governance is divine. It was divinely inspired. Read, read the Declaration of Independence. Read about God-given rights. Read about the way it was supposed to be and not the way that we have bastardized it. And it was always supposed to be you and me. You and the state legislature and me bouncing around to counties and, and building relationships and building consensus and speaking common sense into the world. But on October 30th, God had other plans. And now I hurt. And frankly, now I'm scared. Because while wow, they looked at Hugh and rightly before to, to, to lean on the massive rock that he was. Now many look to me and I'm not Hugh. And it's scary, but God will take me where I need to go. There he sniffed again, I'm sorry. 
I, I needed the closure of recording this, and 20 minutes into it, I don't know whether I have, have said anything or not, other than I must, I must let my friend rest in peace. I must visualize a world without him, but I must find a way to finish his work and to take care of his girl. I'm going to turn to many of you, and I don't even, I don't know who you are. Isn't it a goofy thing? I sit down and pour out my soul with a digital audio recorder running on, on the spare bedroom studio in front of me. Pour out my soul to people that I, I, I don't even know who you are. All I know is every time I upload one of these podcasts, <laughs> you and I had a podcast called Regular Folks Rising. I got to continue that too, and I got to find closure and, and, and a demarcation and a waypoint by which I, I continue that. But I, I, I sit down in, in front of this digital recorder and I pour out my heart and soul to you, and I don't know who you are. I'm assuming you're a friend. I'm assuming that that you care. I'm assuming that we have some sort of point of contact. And even if we don't uh, read some of the articles and watch some of the things that are linked in the article on which I published this podcast and, and learn about my friend Hugh McKean. And, and let's begin as we move forward. As I close this chapter of my life, the chapter known as Hugh I'm, I'm pausing to contemplate that. As as I, I won't forget you, my brother. But as I move on, and I haven't wanted to move on, I've gotten fat and I wallered in pity and I grew a beard and I, I, I just have, have let myself go because I had difficulty giving a shit But I need it back. <laughs> so enough self-indulgence. Enough of, of mourning. It's time to move on. And those things will honor my friend. And those things will be the peacemaker that he, uh, that he wanted us all to be. We will move on and we will stick by conservative principles and we will fight for what is right, but we will do so as statesmen, as gentlemen and gentlewomen, and we will do so without the bombast, without the litmus test, without the, uh, without the crap. Self-governance is important and it has been trivialized, but no more. Since October 30th, I've had some milestones pass. Excuse me, I'm the sniff. Hang on, I'm going to mute this mic for a second. Hang on. You didn't hear the big sniff. Uh, since uh, October 30th and, and Hugh's passing, some big things have, uh, have happened. Milestones. Uh, amazing things. I turned 60. December 9th, that was always going to be a, a big fun celebration. Amy and Hugh and, and Julie and I were going to go away after we won our elections and we were going to go take a little vacation and and celebrate. Celebrate the 60th. We were going to go down to the Capitol Grill and have a big fancy dinner. Stay the night at the Brown Palace. 
I went down to the Capitol Grill and I had a big fancy dinner with with lovely company with uh, the new minority leader uh, with Alex Lynch and his wife. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mike Lynch and his wife Alex, um, who are our friends and are growing to be good friends. And with uh, Senator-elect Byron Pelton, my friend, the Logan County Commissioner. And we had a wonderful dinner, and I enjoyed your company completely, and I'm so honored that you spent my 60th birthday with me there. But I'm sorry if I was quiet, because Hugh wasn't there. And we all went over to Churchill's, and we all smoked a cigar, and Hugh hated cigars. It's one of my favorite things. Hugh hated them. But he was going to be with us, and we were going to have fun, and we were going to act like fancy schmancy guys sitting there in Churchill, and, and Alex, and, and Mike, and, 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 and Byron, and we, we all did that together, and we had a cigar, and it was, it was enjoyable, and it was lovely, and it was a celebration, but Hugh wasn't there. About a week after that, I went to CCI. CCI is Colorado Counties Incorporated. It is the lobbying group and kind of the advocacy arm for, for counties in the state of Colorado. And they're good, good people at CCI. And I have been active in, in CCI. And unbeknownst to me, and w- with great shock and surprise and tremendous honor, the folks at CCI, my federal commissioners, called me the Commissioner of the Year. What an honor. And that's, that's frankly, that's kind of a big deal. It somehow felt hell. It felt hollow because I couldn't call Hugh. But see, we got to put a pin in that kind of stuff. We have to demarcate it. We have to close it. I have to allow my friend rest in peace so I can move on to the work that God has ahead of me. Because, Hugh, I've got to finish your work. And we'll do so with righteousness. We'll do so in a people-centric, pragmatic, consensus-building way. Yes, we're conservatives, and decidedly Colorado no longer is. But I still must fight for what I believe to be right. But I'm not going to do so in a bomb-throwing, light-up-the-newspapers, argumentative kind of way. We will do so in a consensus-building, pragmatic, statesman way, because I think we owe the people of Colorado that. I didn't know what it was going to sound like. I didn't know how long it was going to go. I didn't have any notes, but I knew that I had to do it. And I, I, I thank you for listening. And I, and I want to know who you are. Uh, my email is everywhere, me at scottkjames.com. You can text me at 970-227-8386. Shoot me an email, shoot me a Facebook, shoot me a something. The Scottcast will continue now. I, I feel like I have put a, a, a close in, in my in my ten weeks of uh, not give a shit. I'm sad about Hugh. Period. I I I, I had to have this for me, and, and and I had to finish it with with this. But now there is much to be done, and I'm going to need your help. If you believe like me, engage, reach in. Even if we have differences, engage and reach in because there is much to be done on behalf of the people of the state of Colorado, of of Weld County, of this nation. And we're going to do so in ways that would finish Hugh's work. 
Let me know who you are. Let me know if you're on board. I'm going to be asking you many things lately, and this blog is going to come alive with, with more political content than perhaps I have ever, ever published because there is, is much to fight. There is many bad ideas. Legislative session has started uh, a week into it, and there are many bad ideas flowing out of the state of Colorado that, that, that dishonor the individual, that take away individual freedoms, and we will stand against that. But in a statesmanlike manner, we will have conversations. Hey, thanks for listening. I love you guys so much. Reach reach out so I know who you are. Like I say, I, I throw one of these up and I see that, yeah, 500 people or so listen to it. Who are you? <laughs> why, why are you in for this kind of, 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 of gluttony, of self-flagellation here? Uh, and how can we band together to finish Hugh's work? Let me know. Okay, I love you. Hashtag please do good stuff. Uh, get ready for many more uh, and and very serious uh, regular folks rising podcast. We got to re we we got to put a pin in that. We got to demarcate it, you know, and 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 let Hugh go, and and we got to move on with that. And and there's much more to come on this on the Scottcast. Here's a couple of quick reminders about the Scottcast. If you could subscribe or follow, like, share, and comment, it helps my labor of love get the word out. Sharing it with your friends is the ultimate compliment you can give. I love hearing from you. My personal email is me at scottkjames.com. My personal website is scottkjames.com. Find me at facebook.com slash scottkjames and at scottkjames on Twitter. Of course, you can give me a call or shoot me a text even at 970-227-8386. Remember, the opinions and content are completely my own and don't reflect the opinions of anyone else. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again soon.